Welcome to Hence the Future podcast. I'm Madam Cronin, and today we're discussing the rise of Noster. That means we'll get into what Noster is, why Noster matters, and how to get started on Noster. And at the end of the episode, we'll discuss the worst case, best case, and most likely future scenarios. Let's start with what is Noster? Noster, spelled N-O-S-T-R, stands for Notes and Other Stuff Transmitted by Relays. Noster is an open source protocol for social media. That means it's not just another centralized social media app like Twitter or Facebook or Reddit or any of these other centralized social media apps. It is an open source protocol, meaning it is a consensus. It's a standard way of doing things that couldn't have existed before Bitcoin and before the Lightning Network because it does rely on Bitcoin and rely on the Lightning Network, just like how it relies on the Internet and HTTP, IP, and other open protocols. And one way you can think about it that I found is pretty easy to explain is it's similar to email. If you use email, you might use Gmail, you might use Outlook, you might use ProtonMail, and any one of those could kick you off of their platform. You could get kicked off of Gmail, for instance, but no one can stop you from using email in general. If you get kicked off of Gmail, you just use ProtonMail or you use Outlook, or you use some other type of mail. And similarly with Noster, no one can kick you off of Noster. It is an open source way for you to send notes to other relays. And anyone can opt into this protocol or this convention. So it's possible that another protocol or another convention might become more popular than Noster. But given what's happened just in the last few weeks and how rapidly Noster's usage has risen now to encompass millions of users, it seems like this is the standard for social media apps moving forward. And there are three key components to understanding Noster. There are users, there are relays, and there are clients. Users are, just like in any social media app, the people actually posting the content. But what's unique about Noster is it's not tied to your email address or your phone number or a picture of your ID or anything like that. Instead, to create an account on Noster, you just generate a public-private key pair, and then anyone can find you through your public key, and you can log in to any client with your private key. And this brings us to clients, which are basically the apps built on top of Noster. So there's many apps built on top of Noster, not just one. You can have an app that looks more like Twitter, which would be something like Domus is one app. You could build something that's more like Instagram, which would be Nostagram. That's another app. And there's many more options. But essentially, you can log into any of these clients with your same public-private key pair. And you can post, and all of your posts are still there. All the historic content you've ever put out or any likes you've made in the past are all there. So there's no more logging in of and out of every separate social media app. You basically have one universal login, regardless of which client you're using. And the great thing about that is that even if you're kicked off one of these clients, they cannot kick you off all of them. So it truly is a censorship resistant form of social media. So we talked about users, we talked about clients. The third piece is relays. A relay is essentially a server that anyone can run. So I myself run a relay on my Umbral node, the same node that I use for Bitcoin Lightning transactions. And essentially what happens is I'm running a relay, but I'm only storing my own information on there. So if anything happens to my information, I know I have a copy of it. 
I might also invite some of my friends to my relay. So then that basically becomes a private way to send messages back and forth to my inner circle. But obviously on social media, you want to interact with people beyond just your immediate social circle. And that's where other relays come into play. So not only do you put out your post to the relay that you control, and you don't even have to run a relay if you don't want, you put it out to a number of relays. So typically the average user will have something like a dozen or two dozen relays. So anytime they send out a post, that post is being transmitted to other relays. And if any one of those relays goes down for technical reasons or they get shut down, it doesn't matter because there's many other relays to choose from. The final piece of Noster that's important to understand is that it's built with native Bitcoin Lightning integration for uncensorable value transfers. So you can pay anyone a sat, 10 sats, 100 sats, 1000 sats, whatever amount you want instantly through Noster. And this is a really incredible thing to experience. If you've never been on Noster, you can post an invoice for 100 sats or whatever amount. And within seconds, someone will pay it for you just out of the goodness of their heart because the community is so early and people are very much trying to support the community and evangelize and spread the good news. And so it is really incredible how much people are willing to send to one another over Noster. And it really takes out all the middleman. So there's no advertisers on Noster. No one can really sell products in the same way that they would otherwise, but anyone can promote whatever they're doing. So if you run a newsletter or if you have a new book that you just wrote, or you have a cool wine business or whatever it is, people will support you directly much more so than on any other social media app. And there's no intermediary. No one's taking a cut. It's just sovereign transactions sent over the Bitcoin lightning network. And it's sent anonymously or pseudonymously because you don't have to tie Noster to your identity. So one of the most incredible things to see is how it really connects people all around the world, not just in the Western world, but even people in more authoritarian countries are able to converse with people in the West. You can send Bitcoin to people all around the world, and there's really no way to get shut down. It is the truly first censorship resistant form of social media that has ever existed. Now here you can see the most popular app currently that is built on top of Noster. It's called Damus, D-A-M-U-S. It is one of the top apps for iPhone. It's a free app. So if you have an iPhone, I would definitely recommend using this. It is considered to be more secure to use a client that's an app rather than a web client. So you're probably better off downloading Damus on your iPhone or Amethyst on your Android phone rather than using a web client. And if you do that, you can enjoy encrypted end-to-end -end private messages. You don't have to register any information like your email or phone. All you have to do is generate a public-private key pair, and that's it. And you can tip anyone with Lightning. So you just connect a Lightning wallet, and then you can send Lightning to anyone, and they can send Lightning to you. Now, Nostra was created by this kid from Brazil named Fiat Jaff. And it also has been worked on heavily by William Kassarin, also known as JB55. He's the one who built the Damas client. And I would say he's probably the main guy leading the charge right now on the developer front. 
And there's just been a tremendous amount of commits and, and contributions on the Nostra GitHub page. It's really amazing how quickly this is being built out. And I would say the user experience is already on par or better than Twitter when you consider the benefits of its uncensorable nature and you can send Bitcoin instantly. And it's almost there as far as just the pure UX and how easily it refreshes, filtering out spam. All of those aspects are improving at a rapid pace. Now, part of what made Noster rise to the mainstream so quickly is that Jack Dorsey gave the decentralized developers of the Noster protocol 14 Bitcoin worth of funding on December 15th, 2022. And interestingly, just after that, on December 18th, 2022, Twitter put out a new rule that they've since backpedaled on, but the new rule said, quote, we will remove accounts created solely for the purpose of promoting other social platforms and content that contains links or usernames for the following platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Truth Social, Tribal, Noster, and Post. Now, this really brought Noster into the limelight because before this, a lot of people on Twitter hadn't even heard of Noster. And so to see it listed there alongside some of the most well-known social media apps like Facebook and Instagram and Mastodon, a lot of people then searched, what is Noster and why is Twitter so threatened by it? Why wouldn't Twitter allow people to post stuff about Noster? And it does seem like Elon Musk and Twitter in general, and probably all centralized social media apps are very much threatened by Noster because it may make centralized social media apps obsolete. And once we look into the advantages of Noster over other centralized social media apps, we can see why it might be pretty inevitable that Noster does win out in the end. Now, pretty soon after Elon and Twitter made that rule about you're not able to create accounts to publicize Noster, Damus hit top 10 in the App Store, and that was on February 1st. Now, that same day, it also became a top social media app in Hong Kong. So now we have a decentralized social media app that's not only the top app in the US, it's the top app in China. And China, typically, you can't use any Western apps. They have the Great Chinese Firewall, so you can't freely post whatever information you like in China. You can't even post pictures of Winnie the Pooh famously because people say it looks like Xi Jinping. And obviously you can't post things like the Tiananmen Square photos. You can't question any of the government party line. And this has been the case for all of the recent history up until the release of Noster. And not surprisingly, a few days later on February 2nd, Damus was pulled from China's app store. So they banned the most popular Nostra client in China just after it hit the top 10 apps in China. However, they can't actually stop Nostra because yeah, they could ban Damus, but there's many Nostra clients. So I have a list here of all the different Nostra clients and there's new ones coming out all the time. There's Branel, Astral Ninja, Damus, Future, Minds, Jester. I mean, I, I could go on and on of all the various clients that people have built. And by the way, any person, if you have developer skills, you could build your own client and you immediately plug into all the users that are already on Noster, all the content that's already there. 
So really, there's no way for China to ban Noster. It's like a game of whack-a-mole. They could keep banning client after client, but you can never get at the underlying information itself. Uh, so it seems like this is the first example in history where there is a way around the great Chinese firewall so that people from the West, people in China, even people in North Korea and other authoritarian countries can all freely speak to one another and there's no way to shut it down. And there are some things that take getting used to for Noster, but I would actually consider them all to be advantages over the centralized social media apps that you're used to. So one is that you can't delete notes. So they call them notes rather than tweets because it's notes and other stuff transmitted by relays. And what's unique about notes is that you can't delete them like you can delete tweets on Twitter because you are transmitting your notes to all of these different relays. So even if you could convince one of the relays to delete your notes, you're not going to be able to convince all of them. So anything you post on Noster is eternal. You cannot turn back the clock. Anything you say will be in the Noster chain forever. Another quirk is that you can't stop anyone from posting notes. So you can still block people on Noster, but all that does is mute them from your feed so you won't see them, but they can still reply to your notes. So you can't prevent them from engaging in conversation with you. And I think this is fantastic because it eliminates the echo chamber. What we see so often on Twitter and Facebook and all these other platforms is that people will just block anyone who disagrees with them. So no one who's their follower will ever get to see the other side of the argument. But that's not the case on Noster because you can't stop anyone else from posting notes and they can't stop you from posting notes. Another quirk is that there's no central server, so you can't upload images or videos or GIFs in the same way as you can on centralized social media apps that have a central server. Instead, you have to use a web link. So you know how if you open an image in a new tab and then you can copy the link to that tab and then you post that on Noster, it'll render properly in the app. So it'll look exactly as good as it would on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else, but it's not being stored on Noster. It's being stored wherever you got that image from. So I would recommend you can use Noster.build as one way where you can just upload any photo or video you want and then it'll automatically give you a link. It'll take out any tracking links or anything extraneous that you don't need. You copy and paste that in Noster and it'll show up perfectly. You could also use your own server if you wanna host it yourself. You could use Discord, which I use a lot. So it's up to you, but the quirk is that there's no central server, so every piece of media you post has to be a link. It can't be an actual file. Another interesting quirk is that you can curate what posts you see by toggling on and off different relays because each relay has its own combination of people that send their posts to that relay. So now one thing that's been a more recent development are paid relays that will filter out any spam accounts for you. So if you pay a very small amount of Satoshis to have certain relays that do a lot of work to make sure there's no spam on there, you will have a much smoother experience but it's just an option. If you want more you know, raw, unfiltered, free speech, you could just connect to free relays. So you really can curate your own experience to have fewer spam accounts show up and to have better discovery of the accounts you wanna see. And the last quirk that I would say, which is absolutely game-changing, is what's called zaps. So rather than likes on Twitter, 
you have zaps on Noster. And a zap is a little lightning bolt below each post where you instantly send people sats, which are a fraction of a Bitcoin, to show them that you like their post. And I've been getting tons of zaps just in the last few days. I mean, you, you can see this right here, just in you know the last few minutes, I've been getting tons of zaps. And it's just amazing experience because it incentivizes people to really create value with the posts that they put out. And then you also are incentivized to share the love around and send them some zaps if they put out a good post. So it's just this incredible circular economy that never existed before. All right, now let's talk about why does Nostra matter? Why should you care about learning this? Isn't this just going to be another social media app that might have some initial intrigue, but then eventually it goes the way of the dodo and no one cares about it. And this was definitely the case with Mastodon, with Truth Social, with Gab. There's been so many attempts at creating a new social media app that would break free from the stranglehold of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and the other main ones. But, but I think it's fair to say that this time it's different. And the reason is that Noster is built in a different way. It is not a centralized social media app. It is an open source protocol. And it's already hit a critical mass of Bitcoiners and other people using it daily that it seems like it will not go away. And this seems fundamentally different than any other social media app challenger that has existed. And here's why. One is that it enables worldwide free speech. So even in places like China, even in places like North Korea, the government cannot stop people from using Noster to say whatever they want. If they want to criticize the government, if they want to talk about what they love, if they want to promote their business, if they want to do talk to their friends, whatever they want to do, no one can stop them from posting whatever they want to post about on Noster. The second reason is that no one can stop them from sending value to one another. So this is one of the best use cases for the Lightning Network that I've ever seen. It really is a peer-to-peer -peer social media network where anyone can send value to anyone else. It's pseudonymous, so there's no risk of anyone getting shut down or having people go after them. It really is, does exist, I would say, outside of the surveillance state that all the other social media apps are beholden to. And I would say it changes the game for social media companies and how they think about what moves they're going to make next. Because in the past, whereas all social media apps were kind of competing with each other, now Noster is a platform for anyone to build their own cool social media app, drawing from the existing user base of Noster and all the posts and content that is already on Noster. So if I was a young developer in the year 2023 and I wanted to create the next cool social media app or the next cool dating app or the next cool video app or whatever it is, I would build it on the Noster protocol and instantly I would have tons of users, tons of content. And if my interface is good, then a lot of people would gravitate to my client and I would have much greater chance of success than if I was to create some new social media app from ground zero with zero users, zero funding and zero historic content. And another reason why Noster is so important is that it eliminates this phenomenon of survivorship bias that is so prevalent on other social media apps. And survivorship bias in the realm of social media means that you only see the posts that haven't been taken down. So whatever the post might be about, 
if it is against what the mainstream viewpoint is on that topic, it's not likely to be shown to many users. And so what people tend to see on most social media apps is whatever the mainstream view is. And it warps reality so that people think everyone has the same viewpoint. But in reality, it's just that all the opposing viewpoints have been either blocked, suspended, or had their posts deboost. And so that is no longer the case with Noster. With Noster, it truly allows for free exchange of ideas. So you see everything. You, you see the bad stuff, the good stuff, everything in between. And I, as I believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant. So even though there's a lot of content I disagree with, I'd rather have it aired out in the open so that everyone can deal with it and we can work to improve our relations with each other and build a, a better world in the future. We are much better off if we are allowed to freely exchange ideas because the only alternative to free speech is violence. So the more we can rely on freedom of speech and freely exchanging ideas and discussing what's the best way to move forward into the future, the less we have to rely on violence. So I'm very much someone who supports free speech, and I think it's a much better situation if you have too much free speech than if you have not enough free speech. And the last thing I would say as far as why does Nostra matter is it's important for the use case of Bitcoin as a means of transaction rather than just as a store of value. So up until now, Bitcoin has primarily been a store of value. People buy Bitcoin, they hold it, and then at some point in the future, they might use it to buy whatever they want. But in the meantime, they're basically just holding it. And the issue with that is that most people hold it on a centralized exchange like Coinbase or Robinhood or Kraken or Binance or any of these centralized exchanges. And then when the centralized exchanges go down, like FTX did, a lot of people lose all of their Bitcoin. And no matter how much Bitcoiners say, not your keys, not your coins, and they tell you to get your Bitcoin off of exchange, very few people get their Bitcoin off of exchange. And this has allowed paper Bitcoin to proliferate. So paper Bitcoin is just an IOU. Like FTX, for instance, didn't have really any Bitcoin in their own possession, yet they told people, all their users, that they had Bitcoin because when you went to your FTX account, you'd see a certain amount of Bitcoin in there and you assumed that you have it. But FTX was basically just showing that to people as if they held Bitcoin. And then if and when they did withdraw, they might buy Bitcoin and give it to them. But there was never actually any Bitcoin that users held. And this is a huge risk for anyone who thinks they hold Bitcoin and then they find out they actually didn't hold any at all. And as more exchanges collapse, this could be an even bigger issue. So it's very important that people take their Bitcoin off of the exchange into a wallet that they control the keys to. And Noster is the best new reason to take your Bitcoin off of the exchange because you can't send paper Bitcoin on Noster as zaps. You can only send real Bitcoin on Noster as zaps. So it gives you a really real incentive to take your Bitcoin off exchange put it into a Lightning wallet so you can actually use it. So you can send it to users, you can buy things, and people can send you Bitcoin in exchange. Lastly, I would say the most important reason of all of why Noster matters is that it puts into reality what previously was only in theory for free speech. And I'll quote the First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble. 
and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. This is the First Amendment. This is what freedom of speech is founded on, at least in America. And what Noster does is it takes this theory and it puts it into reality, not just for Americans, but for people all around the world. So anyone on planet Earth who has a computing device and an internet connection can now speak freely to anyone anywhere in the world and no one can stop them. And not only that, but they can send value in the form of Bitcoin Lightning transactions to anyone in the world and receive it as well. And this has never existed before. It's really hard to overstate how important this is. It is the biggest change to free speech since the First Amendment was drafted. All right, now that we've made the case for Noster, let's talk about how do you actually get started. I would say a good place to start is Noster.how. If you go to that website, it has a lot of good general materials that you can look into. If you are an iOS user, an iPhone user, I'd recommend downloading Damus, D-A-M-U-S. If you're an Android user and you have an Android smartphone, I'd recommend downloading Amethyst, A-M-E-T-H-Y-S-T. If you don't have a smartphone and you're just on the web, I'd recommend iris.to or snort.social or astral.ninja. It is worth noting though that the web clients are a little less secure, so you are better off with a mobile client if you do have a smartphone. And once you've downloaded the app, you'll generate your public and private key pair, and you wanna keep your private key somewhere safe. So put it somewhere safe, uh, it's not as vital as your Bitcoin private key because you're probably not going to hold all your Bitcoin there and you certainly shouldn't. But it is still important to keep private because anyone who has that private key could log in and post stuff as you or pretending to be you. So keep your private key safe, but you can share your public key with anyone. So you can post it on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. That's a great way to get discovered and to discover other people. Your public key is meant to be shared. Your private key is meant to be kept private. The next step is you probably want to find people to follow once you create your account. So I would recommend going to either nostr.directory or nostrplebs.com. That's N-O-S-T-R-P-L-E-B-S.com. And that will allow you to get verified. So the way verification works in Nostr is really interesting and way better than Instagram verification or Twitter verification. The way it works is you instantly will post to both Noster and to Twitter or whatever account you're verifying. And that will prove that you control both accounts. So you can go to something like nosterplebs.com and then you send some small amount of Satoshis and then it will instantly post to both your Twitter and to your Noster. And that way anyone who already follows you on Twitter will be able to find you and they'll know you're the only person who controls that Twitter account and that Noster account. So I would say once you've done that, you probably want to find people to follow. So I would recommend going to snort.social slash new. And there you can type in any Twitter account and then you'll see all the people that they follow who are on Noster and you can follow them all easily. I did mention this earlier, but just as a reminder, when you are setting up your profile image and your banner image, or if you're posting any kind of media, you need to use a web link. You can't just upload the photo or the video. So I would recommend doing nostr.build 
nostr.bulid to easily upload any media and then you just use that link for your profile picture or your banner image. And then the next step is wallet is to link your lightning wallet. So I'd recommend wallet of Satoshi. If you're on mobile, it's a really easy to use Bitcoin wallet. And if you're on the web, I would recommend Albi, A-L-B-Y. It's a Chrome extension that makes it really easy to send lightning transactions. All right, now let's get into the future scenarios. Let's start with the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is that Nostr gets banned from all major app stores. So it already got banned in China. That was to be expected. Sorry, Domus got banned in China. Nostr can never be banned. But Domus, the biggest Nostr app, did get banned in China. And it would be a bad scenario if Domus got banned in the US, if it got banned in Europe, and if basically all of the centralized app stores, which is mostly Apple and Google, if they decided to ban all Nostr apps, that would be a bad situation. However, I think it's unlikely that, that Google and Apple would go to those lengths because there's already been a lot of pushback on the walled gardens of the Apple and Google app stores. And there would be a major upheaval and people would be very upset if all Nostr apps got banned. And they wouldn't really have a good reason to ban them because they're not storing any information. It's purely just a public, free, open source protocol that anyone can use. There's no payments uh, that is controlled by the people who run the app. So they really don't have anything to stand on if they were to ban the app. And so I think it's very unlikely. And they're also, if they were to ban every Nostra app from every app store, that would accelerate what's known as the Streisand effect where people will be even more aware of Nostr and the benefits of it if all of a sudden in the news there's all of this uproar about it being banned from all the app stores. Similar to how Elon Musk tried to ban any mention of Nostr on Twitter, that only accelerated people going to Nostr and joining and signing up. So I think that's unlikely. I think what's a more likely worst case scenario is that a lot of people are simply complacent and they don't make the switch from centralized social media apps to a decentralized social media protocol like Nostr. And they're free to, you know, they're, they're happy enough to basically allow, you know, a lot of the content to be censored. And they might not even know which content is censored because they're in their own echo chamber. And so they might not even find out about Nostr. And therefore, Nostr's impact on the world may not be as great as it could be if there's too much complacency. But I would say this doesn't, doesn't worry me either very much because Nostra has already reached critical mass among Bitcoiners. Many of the most prominent Bitcoiners are on Nostra day in, day out. Some of the most prominent ones is obviously Edward Snowden has been on it for a long time. Jack Dorsey has been a big supporter of it. The developers of Nostr, like JB55 and Fiat Jeff. But now we have people like Matt O'Dell, like Marty Bent. So much of the Bitcoin community has already moved over to Nostr that a critical mass has been reached and it's not going away. So it's only a question of how big does it expand beyond just the Bitcoiner world to uh, the rest of the world. And that's really where it comes into what's the best or the worst case or the most likely. 
but it's pretty clear to me that Nostra is not going away. It can't be shut down. It's here to stay. And the only question is how rapidly does it take over the rest of social media and how widespread is its influence compared to centralized social media apps. And the last thing I would say for the worst case scenario is that it would be bad for humanity if Elon shifted Twitter even more towards the scammer route of offering scam coins that are printed out of nothing on Twitter. And he has alluded to this already of creating his own Twitter coin. So payments would be made through this new scam coin that Twitter would probably create new ones out of nothing and use that to siphon off some of the value from whoever is dumb enough to use this Twitter coin. I really hope this doesn't happen because uh, that would probably be the nail on the coffin for Twitter, at least among Bitcoiners. I think everyone who cares about privacy, sound money, Bitcoin, freedom of speech would leave Twitter much more rapidly if it introduced its own scam coin. And however, this might also accelerate the exodus to Nostra, so it might actually end up being a good thing. But personally, I think it would be better if Twitter adjusts to be even more towards free speech, more towards pro-Bitcoin and open source protocols that aren't controlled by anyone, rather than going towards the scammer route of having its own centralized coin and allowing for lots of centralized censorship. Now let's get into the best case scenario. Best case scenario. I would say the best case scenario is that Damus continues to grow exponentially, not only with the number of users, but also with the number of posts, the number of lightning transactions, the number of Nostra improvement proposals. And we are seeing that every day. It's almost a doubling of the amount of usage that there was the previous day. So Nostra is growing at a rapid pace. And the best case scenario would be that this continues until almost all of the top apps are Nostra clients. Now, I think there will still be some social media apps that will continue to exist, but it does seem like a best case scenario if most of the top apps that people use are censorship resistance, free open source, can't be shut down, and don't have any ads, but have many payments through Bitcoin Lightning transactions that people are making to one another. And this would be a true global town square. People often talk about Twitter as the town square, but that's really only true in America. Lots of the rest of the world doesn't have access to Twitter. You can't access Twitter in China or North Korea, for example. But Nostr can be accessed. So this is a platform where anyone is able to converse with one another and we can talk about our differences. We can talk about what the next best steps are for technology, for political policy making, for whatever the issues might be, we can work through it using our words, like I said, rather than using violence. And this may mean the end of totalitarianism worldwide on a long enough time scale. So there would be no more Great Chinese Firewall. There would be no authoritarian EU censorship laws, no more invasive ads of your phone listening to you. It would just be people speaking freely, sending value to one another because they believe that the content they're receiving is valuable. And really a lot of this is what a lot of the crypto world and Web3 and DeFi is pretending to build, but they, it was all Fugazi. All of these DeFi, crypto, Web3, uh, you know, like Ethereum and all of these projects, 
they're all just pretending to be a decentralized free open source protocol when in fact they're really centralized corporations that have pre-mined coins and they have investors that are basically waiting for the right moment to dump their coins on retail and Noster is the antithesis of this. So it really, I, I think, puts to bed, puts to rest a lot of the arguments for these altcoins like Ethereum and XRP and Dogecoin and all of these DeFi projects that Andreessen Horowitz has been funding. And instead, it replaces it with something that truly is owned by the people, by the people, for the people. So I would love to see the open source protocol approach expand to other areas. So you could imagine an open source version of music instead of Spotify. You could imagine an open source video platform rather than YouTube. You could imagine an open source scientific article protocol instead of the top science journals like Nature. And this would all be uncensorable, freely available to everyone, and anyone can instantly support the scientists or videographers or musicians they like through the Bitcoin Lightning Network. All right, let's bring it home with the most likely scenario. Most likely scenario. The most likely scenario is that centralized social media apps will still exist, but they'll have to evolve. They won't be able to operate business as usual now that Noster exists. They will have to shift more towards freedom of speech in order to compete with Noster. So there will be less top-down censorship. They'll have to allow comparable monetary transactions, which will likely lead to more of an embrace of Bitcoin away from fiat transactions or these crypto altcoin scam coin transactions towards Bitcoin lightning payments, because that's what works. That's what's open source. That's what truly has no middleman and is uncensorable. And this will bring about a global town square. I believe this is inevitable and I am incredibly optimistic about what that means for the future of humanity, where everyone can talk about the issues of our time so we can make a wise decision. And this minimizes the risk of World War III between China and the US, for example. If we can actually talk to Chinese citizens and they can talk to Americans, we have a much lower risk of obliterating, obliterating ourselves as a species than if we have all of these echo chambers by not allowing free information and money to flow freely to one another. And the last thing I will leave you with is an interesting take on the future that I heard from NVK, who is a famous Bitcoiner who developed Cold Card and a lot of other incredible hardware and software. And he speaks of this idea of a galactic spaceship and if you've ever watched, whether it's Star Wars or Star Trek or any of these sci-fi movies, there's always some part where the spaceship is in danger and they have to send out a message to all the rest of the galactic network. And instantly they send it out and then all throughout the galactic network, everyone instantly knows about their distress signal or they know about the warning of whatever's happening and asteroids headed towards Earth. And there was always the question in these sci-fi movies, okay, how does that actually work? How do you get this message out to everyone in the galaxy? And now we know they do it through Noster. <laughs> they transmit it to their local relay, and then that relay transmits it to all the other relays. And before you know it, this message has spread all throughout the galaxy. So I truly believe Noster is the future, not only of social media, but of sending messages 
uh, to one another on a galactic scale. And it can't be overstated how important it is to have these open source protocols. So just like how we have the internet protocol, TCP IP, we have the email protocol, SMTP. Now we also have the value protocol, Bitcoin, the payment protocol, Lightning, and the social protocol, Noster. I think that's a good place to end it. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. The past, the present, and the future.